Hey, Ryan, how are you doing tonight? Oh, man, Christopher, my chair is really loud. I haven't spoken to you in a month, and um, and we've decided to not catch up at all um, <laughs> so that we can just do it all right here. So I am just bursting at the seams with, like, words. You're listening to Board Game Games, Season 3, Episode 9, where Ryan and I talk about some of the games we're playing right now, as well as conventions all the way from Origins to small local conventions, and we think about the game Blood Bowl and what the power of positive thinking means for that game, as well as just terrible dice. Thanks for listening as we continue to explore the world of tabletop gaming. Happy gaming! With words. <laughs> we might not sound like that because of the way I said it. <laughs> I'm bursting at the scene with uh, words. Bursting at the scene with words. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since we've uh, been in person together. Uh, you've been working again. Things are... Things are you, borrowed, you borrowed a paint sprayer, I so do. we have we have seen each other, but it was it's been in passing. Yeah, we haven't we haven't like sat down and played a game in a while. We haven't sat down and talked about games. I don't even know what we're going to talk about with games tonight. I mm. I brought some stuff. You brought some stuff. Uh, I did stream about Origins, but now we could talk about Origins and everything else that's going on in the world of games, um, which I know nothing of. On, on that note, uh, I'll, I'll break some news to you that won't be breaking news to most people, but I have no idea what people pay attention to anymore. Like, I, I reactivated my Instagram. Okay. So maybe you saw this, maybe no. you did it. No. But um, <laughs> uh, Stefan Brassad, who is still maybe somehow currently president of the Gamma retail side and, and right. uh, publishers and stuff. He is president of yellow USA uh, has been pushed out of yellow USA. He was 25% owner along with two of the French owners and then uh, somebody else, maybe another one of the French owners. Are you owner. saying yellow or yellow as I E L L O. Okay. Yellow, yellow the, the company. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, publishes King of Tokyo in the U S and, bunch of other cool little games uh, it was one of one of my first favorite new companies like a year 10 years ago <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean with without getting into it he had uh an, an an incident at gamma uh or not sorry at gen con a couple of years ago and gamma um took a minor disciplinary action towards him but he remained president and uh but the French side of the company, which was the original side of the company, has mm-hmm. now uh, basically exercised their right to shut down Yellow USA. So I don't oh. know what that means for Gamma yet, um, with him um, being reelected by fairly, I don't know, uh, not, not a huge number, but he was reelected um, on, on the publisher side as president of the board. So oh man i've got commentary i don't know anything about it my commentary is just kind of incendiary (laughs) Uh, well um it's interesting to see the market forces at work when gamma didn't take care of it so i on that note, is Gamma is origin are they going to take care of it yeah oh are are they still relevant like given that like you know, like they, they, they and I, I, I'm saying this as a Gamma member, so maybe I will get punished like Tom Vassell did a couple of years ago. Um, they punish, they punish gaming's golden child. 
Oh, you didn't hear about that? So Tom had this big rant and it wasn't completely wrong. I had, I had some parts that I disagreed with because I think Tom's in a vacuum sometimes. I mean, he gets everything for free. He doesn't have to pay for anything. He can just, if he wants to. Um, I know he does pay for some things, but he also, Tom's in a vacuum from where I sit. It seems like that. Um, but he had this rant that was like, local games stores are going to die and they should die. And I don't care if you're a local game store. <laughs> and and that's a bad take in my opinion. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, but with that, uh, Gamma was like, Tom, you can't come to Origins. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and he was like, okay, I have several of my own conventions. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, what? Weird. That's so weird. I saw him at the uh, the the GTS trade show. Hmm. It's a different story. Yeah, I mean, hopefully Origins doesn't get into my uh, Twitter feed. Uh, I don't. I do have a Twitter. I don't use Twitter. Um, hmm. You know, because then they might not let me come back. I'm kidding. I don't really. I don't think I have anything relevant to yeah. or Origins. I mean, I definitely have. Um, tweeted at conventions before i did that one year there was like a year where i went to origins of gen con and mm-hmm. i was using twitter yeah. and like use it to communicate and tell people things that they don't care about but then i found out that we could just do a podcast <laughs> and, and have even yeah. less people I'm uh, less people but i'm not restrained right by 144 characters <laughs> um I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, this is all completely speculative. I I think Gamma has done a lot of cool things and good things and continues to do some cool and good things for gaming. I do think that they need to continue, (laughs) continue to grow. You know, what's nice about Gamma. Have you ever gotten your badge early and uh, enrolled in events for origins? No, I don't usually do events. I do open play stuff. Oh, yeah. So the good news is is Origins has a ton of room to grow <laughs> in that in that regard. There, so on that there, note, yeah, yeah. I, I already talked about this on, on, on stream when I was talking about it. Without that, me. Wow. Heartbreak. Yeah, well, I didn't even know. You didn't even text me. You don't even text, yeah, me. text me. You just text me to borrow uh, the sprayer. No, I, I asked you if you wanted to <laughs> oh, go I've on been, to it's cool. I've I mean, we could, we could go on mental health space. So. Yeah, I'm in a better space now. I mean, I'm not. I'm. It's the same space, but I'm here, so it's better. Anyway, so origins. <laughs> uh, no, I. I mean, we. I was just saying we we both discussed this. It it was very sparse this year. They released their official numbers, and it was like almost twelve thousand unique. But I'm guessing that's for the entire weekend. I don't think there was at any point where there were 12,000 people. And well, thank like, God, I would have hated that. <laughs> but but still, like the open play area and the library were very sparse when we went by on Saturday, which is usually the biggest yeah. day. You know, I mean, I've seen that open play library or not the open play, but the the board game area, which is like, that's a $20 badge to get in there for the weekend. It's worth it. If you're just going to like grind out some games, you know, yeah. put your head down low and just play some games. Um, but they had seating for a couple thousand people and it, it was never. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm proud of all the people that didn't go. And I'd like to believe that they didn't go because of COVID risks, which is, man, when we walked in there, I was like, oh, this is a bad idea. 
you know, like I'm vaccinated, masked and stuff, but I got yeah. kids that aren't, yeah. you know, and, and, um, I got, you know, I live in a society, but it was, yeah. it was, it was fine. There wasn't, um, I don't think there was anything there that I was looking for. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we like weren't every single to- retailer that I was interested in wasn't present, which isn't saying a lot <laughs> because I don't really, I'm not your average con customer. Oh, my wife. Oh, we picked up claim. Yeah. I picked up claim from, um, deep water and uh, oxide media. Yeah. And, uh, and, and she, she really likes claim one. Um, I got all those expansions for like five bucks off a piece of retail, which, um, I don't really like the way that they're packaged. Uh, it's a very big box with like a deck of cards in it. Yeah. Mm, uh, whatever like package your games and sell them i really enjoyed it we haven't played the expansions but i got her claim two for her birthday which was yesterday and we played oh. claim two and she really likes it the the expansions like the two. core okay it's just a variation of the first one okay the, the expansions tend to add a lot more different game mechanics and we haven't um entered those but claim is a trick-taking game and if you've listened to previous previous episodes my wife likes trick-taking games. So, and actually it has a three and four player variant. If you get oh. a couple of the sets and the four player variant is spades, which claim <laughs> claim is effectively two handed spades, but made interesting with these unique uh, abilities that these suits have. Like um, if no one's ever played it, but they have played spades hearts in this game could be, um, dragons and dragons say that if you're the last person to play a dragon on the trick or on the this round you get to even if you lose you get to be the leader the first player the next round so you normally the person who wins the trick becomes the leader yeah and then yeah anyway that's uh yeah yeah so that was that was a really cool aspect of origins i i will always love origins because i've been going there for over 20 years um and that it's always been kind of um I miss CincyCon this year. Yeah. Uh are they, are they doing it? Did yeah, they, they do did it? it like it's like two weekends ago. I just didn't go. I yeah, I don't I didn't I didn't even see anything about it this year. Well, that's I, not surprising. I, I CincyCon, very, very bad at advertising. Yeah, I I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Um because I usually at least see like somebody saying that they're going there or something. Um I, you know, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. So I've been a volunteer for CincyCon for a long time. One yeah. of the this is for listeners, you kind of know this already. Uh one of the board members stepped down, recommended me to replace them, and they and I've given the president, I'm friends with these guys, you know, but I gave uh-huh. the president a little bit of grief at Origins when I saw him because he uh they never called me to replace them, which is like fine too. Like, I mean, I'd like to do it, but also like, yeah, I also don't want to do it. Um, and I was <laughs> like, yo man, um, I heard I was recommended to replace dude on the board and you guys never called me. Yeah. He said, Oh, we were looking for a business owner. And I was like, Oh, that's <laughs> weird. Cause I own a business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so like, I was really busy like last weekend or the weekend before, whatever it was, it was like two weeks ago and um yeah and i was a little salty about it and and my buddy wasn't there even though we get on each other's nerves um after like 
doing that with him for a decade, it's like a different experience. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't know if I had to pay to get in. I probably <laughs> didn't, but I've never paid to get in. So I'm not going to start now. I mean, nobody, sh- I- I'm on their Facebook page. Nobody shared any photos from this year either. So <laughs> who knows, yeah. who knows how it actually went. If it- so yeah. since CityCon shared, um, so we're in Cincinnati. If somebody's listening for the first time or, or later on, uh, they. Yeah, hello, Thea's coworkers. <laughs> they they shared for the first time, uh, not for the first time, but they shared their their numbers, and their numbers were back to where they were five years ago. But it was enough that they're going to be able to continue. So, since CityCon is the same people who put on LexiCon, hey Chris, mm-hmm. if you hear this, um, and they had just under four hundred, which wasn't great, but it was the same weekend as Origins, and things are still weird for a lot of people. And uh, I, I think the fact that they had enough people that that it wasn't underwater means that that was a success for them. Um, I think next year they'll probably have back to uh, growth and probably be at about a thousand eleven hundred, which isn't huge, but it's a nice regional con. Um, um, speaking of regional cons, I got an email a couple of days ago and it looks like it's at the same place. Uh, Daycon is December 4th um, in Dayton mm. and it's a one day convention mm. um, in I, I mean, it's, I said Dayton, but I don't know where at Dayton. Let me see if they got a website. I'll plug it real fast. I well, on that note, while, you, while you're looking that up, um, I had a friend come this weekend who was going to come and stay with me for uh, a Katacon, the, uh, the gaming, the, the RPG convention. Yeah. I mean, it's mainly RPG, but they have like yeah. 600 games in their board game library too. That's in Dayton too. I went to a Katacon. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, well, um, daycongaming.com. Day A, D, 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 A, Y, D, A, Y, D, A, Y, D, O, N, G, A, M, I, N, G.com. Uh, and I don't remember any of the people that run it, but I, uh, do know them and I was friends with them, friendly with them. Anyway, so your friend came up for a Katacon and, um, we didn't go. We just spent the whole weekend at my house playing games together. And instead of, uh, what? I said I didn't even get a text. Well, I don't know if he would have been comfortable. He's from Michigan. Um, was it? Was it? Was it the guy I met at Gen Con? No, no, I wish not it that was. person. I no, wish th- it was. <laughs> this is uh, this is my friend Chris. We had a great weekend. We played two games of Spirit Island. One we won. One we lost. Blaze was playing with us, and that is a difficult. The one game. that you won, yeah. No, the one we uh, lost. Bla- Bla- nah, I think Blaze probably carried you. Um, on a, on a hilarious note, we played like three games of Quacks of Quedlinburg. He brought that one and um, Blaze won one, Chris won one, and then Blaze won again, but I was three points behind him. And then as we're picking everything up to put it away, Blaze finds on the ground two of his generic. One, one is a two-point generic and it, one is a one-point generic. If, if, if you're not familiar with the game, it not- is... Uh, are they bag, negative points? The, it's a bag building game, and they basically move you along this track each time as you pull them out, but you bust <laughs> if you get over a certain amount. And these were two of the ones that would have made him bust. Yeah. <laughs> like he almost certainly, almost like 99% sure, I would have raced past him in like an amazing score if, because I had a ma- an amazing score. Um, but he beat me by three points and we were like, wow, that's a really good score. And then at the end, he finds this two and this one on the ground that had fallen he, out of the, 
any any dropped pieces uh those are failures of parenting you should have been a better dad i should have <laughs> wow um kidding i'm kidding you're an excellent dad so uh yeah kitty con was supposed to happen we had badges we just didn't go and that's okay because it's a good con uh they're good it doesn't there. need your support i played uh <laughs> it doesn't the- need our support by the uh, wrong brothers, I think is what it's called. I played. Um, oh my goodness! What? <laughs> There's a. It was a Kickstarter. It was pretty cool. Um, oh, we, that's how we got our badges. We went through the Kickstarter. Yeah, oh, I didn't play. I uh, I, I was a uh, demo or when I was there, um, but I played a um, cyberpunk game, and um, <laughs> never going to remember the name of it. Anyway, it they part of the kickstarter that i backed they actually did a, a six track rap album or hip-hop okay. with local artists uh-huh um and yeah it was super cool uh i have yet to play it and i should run it for my group we just wrapped up a year-long um savage world's rift campaign and have started l5r legend of the five rings fifth edition so that oh you switched exciting. you switched it up finally yep, it's been been i guess our gm likes to run for a year and everybody like every time he's about to wrap up we're like everybody will be like well i was thinking about i'm like i'm not gonna run if you want to run kurt i don't care <laughs> i don't i don't uh oh which l5r uh is this uh wasn't there a fantasy flight uh source this book? this is the fantasy flight version okay. um and the rpg that i backed was axon punk a-x-o-n oh yeah yeah okay and, i think we uh, talked about it before yeah so that was and i, I got picked that up at akatacon so that was cool nice Uh oh i closed the window for our conversation so if anybody's watching this and you see me kind of glancing around around wildly it's because i don't know how to reopen this window there we go hello christopher you didn't know that i couldn't see you but i couldn't i'm a very bad zoom attendee um it's cool so um i yeah, think they so had, you guys yeah yeah we, we did our own mini con had some pizza and chili and uh we went have you ever had turtles from gomez and uh, uh walnut hills we, no. we went and walked in walnut hills and got because uh, I was like, I, I wanted to show them around town, but then there ended up being a University of Cincinnati Bearcats football game. So, like, I couldn't do that. And then when we got to Finley Market, Finley Market was insane. And we were like, nah, let's not do that. So, we went to Walnut Hills and walked around and um, walked a couple miles. And um, Gomez is there. If you're ever in Cincinnati, they have, you know what a Crunchwrap Supreme is at Taco Bell, right? Isn't a turtle a chocolate thing? So no 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 so so let, let me so okay yeah do, yeah do you know what a Crunchwrap Supreme is yeah 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 oh yeah okay yeah where where they take like a, a flat fried tortilla and put it inside of a flour tortilla with like toppings okay at Gomez does that but they have like their own hot sauces and stuff and you can get fish or chicken or beef or I I don't eat those ones I eat the fried tofu which even a lot of people I know who are mainly carnivores love their tofu because they do it in like this spicy breading and deep fry it. And then they throw it in like this crunch wrap thing and they call it a turtle. Oh, I'd eat that. Oh, I've seen a picture of those. Did you post a picture of those? I did not. No. So we went and got those. We had good food together and played some good games. Um, yeah, we played quack 
Rocks. We played Spirit Island. Played Cubitos. We played. What else did we play? Uh, Role Player, the game by Keith Mateka. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say his name wrong. I'm probably saying it wrong now. Um, Whirling Witchcraft. That was fun. That's a good game. Uh, I don't. I, I can't remember all the games we played. We got a lot in for like two and a half days because he got here on Friday, left on Sunday afternoon, so he could get back to Michigan. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. How do I, like? I'm more and more. I'm liking the idea of just like having mini cons with friends versus <laughs> going to big cons anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um, well, I'm gonna. Um, since cons happening again uh, soon rather than later because they usually happen around my wedding anniversary um the beginning end of february beginning of whatever after march um so they're actually scheduled and i think i'm going to try to organize a blood bowl tournament so for, what is that one since you can i thought it happened that? two weeks ago yeah and then it happens again in february yeah, they're, they just, that's their COVID. Everybody's off a couple of months. So everybody pushed their conventions around. Oh, okay. I thought, so I, thought comes, you, I thought you were saying that they like happened last week or something. It did. So it happens in February or March of every year, usually oh, the first okay. week of March, which is around my anniversary, except for, so in 2020, I went to CincyCon because gotcha, the gotcha. world hadn't shut down yet. Gotcha. And then, but there was grumblings of the world shutting down. And then, um, well, it's <laughs> not really that big of grumblings at that point. Um, and then this year they pushed it back to October and then it's back on its normal time next year, oh, okay. which will be, and I'm going to try, I'm thinking I want to try to organize a, or, uh, um, get other people to organize a blood bowl tournament there. I like big cons, but then also I don't. Cause like we walked into origins and I was like, hmm. I don't know. I I had fun at origins with you. I, I think some of yeah, my yeah, fondest we, con memories are like being alone with strangers. I'm really, I'm very uh, charismatic for like the first two hours. So as long as like I can hang out with people for under two hours, like I'm yeah. just going to blow their mind. And then never <laughs> see them again. And they're going to be like, you remember that guy role playing at our table? He was just, you know, an RPG savant. And then they won't know about my crippling mental illness. Um, <laughs> how, did, have you ever done the, uh, the kobold ball or whatever it's called at origins? What is that? The kobold ate my baby. I was in an episode. I was in a documentary for Cobalt Ate My Baby. In no, the documentary the, Uber Goober. I, I, evidently, they do this thing that's this. I don't think, I don't know. You might like it because sometimes you like those things. Giant uh, social party game of some sort. Mm, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's Every time I play Werewolf with Strangers, they're like, he's the werewolf because he's hairy. And I'm like, that sucks. That's a terrible reason. I mean, it's a good reason if like you're like doing a really heavy RP. Like I I'm guess. a dumb villager. And you know, and if I get murdered in the first round because <clears> I'm hairy, <throat> then yes, you are a dumb villager. Yes, you are. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> so I want to say I made I started making kombucha again. So this is oh. my my dry hopped watermelon kombucha. I'll try it. It's uh, well, you don't get to because it's the end of it. Oh, okay. um, 
but I'll make some more at some point. I still have some hops and uh, watermelons are going out of season. So I'm, I'm, we've talked about this. I'm just not a huge kombucha fan, but I love teas. So sometimes I should like kombucha, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just a tea that's gone sour. Yeah. I, I this is literally, what do I, I think, do? Two, two and a half cups, then one, one, three quarters of, of a cup of loose leaf green tea to make this. Uh, two gallons. So, is how much I make. So, part, part of it is like there's a price association thing. Like, if, if I, I don't like when things get pricey just because they're popular. And then I'm like, this doesn't taste as good as whatever you're selling it for. <laughs> Um, I think kombucha has always been kind of pricey. Uh, yeah, that's probably why it was a long, a long term. It, but it's a lot more accessible now. You know, you can get it in like a gas station now, but it's still, I don't know. I drink like a cup, well, two cups measured a day mm-hmm. uh, on most days. So, but I quit, you know, drinking, you know, alcohol. So you save a lot of money when you quit yeah. smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol and you start eating cookies and drinking kombucha. So, I don't know any other news. Blood Bowl, on... man, we're saving the best for last. Christopher, yeah, okay, yeah, a... no, no, no. I, oh, I was, uh, oh, sorry, origins, sorry. origins, origins. Um, uh, it I was saw... kind of dead, which is good. Yeah. Um, I got to hug the Arnold statue. I don't know. I think it will be fine. Like the thing is, is origins is like not. It's not that it's too big to fail, but it's kind of like that guy getting voted back into Gamma. Is that guy great? <laughs> <sighs> But people, people are going to do things like these, these, um, these new local conventions, they're, they're going to have to, they're really going to struggle to like, like how are local, like, how's a local convention going to upset origins when the big companies don't even want to go to Gen Con anymore. So where's their revenue going to come from? It'd have to be like CincyCon, who makes their own food that's affordably priced and very, um, very soul food, not soul food, um, comfort food, mm-hmm. you know? And a lot of people say, that's gross. And I say, um, I'm sorry, like, I can eat, like, homemade Skyline chili, like, three times a day for three days. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about right now. <laughs> I'm talking about that CincyCon's revenue stream is they, they run a kitchen. Oh, okay. So the badges kind of cover a lot of the stuff, but they instead of worrying gotcha. about like badge numbers, their uh, their additional income comes from um this kitchen that they run. Yeah, I, I think Origins as a convention will continue to exist no matter what happens with Gamma as an organization in the next couple of years. Um it, there's too many people that love it to see it just go away, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't love it enough to stop it from going away. But there are enough people who do. Yeah, there's not many things like I, there's nothing commercially that I love so much that I would like. Well, I don't think that that's what people love. I think people love their memories that they associate with it, and they're like, oh, I, I like you said, I've been going to it for 20 years, and so yeah, them, you know. Turning it, I mean, I talked to well, a couple- see, I guess I'm a millennial, you know, <laughs> I mean, you are too. So like, there's like, if, if, if an industry is going to die, like, I'm not going to be like, if origins put out a thing, like, Hey, can you come to origins this year? We might go out of business. Like I might go because I like origins, but like, you know, I also might not. 
that's fair. Like, but I, I think there's enough people who would want to see it continue. I mean, I, I absolutely I do, a, but I just, I, I just I, don't. I don't think that it's going to die from being disrupted by smaller cons. Oh no, 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 that, or anything like that. Wait, was like, I it, saying that? No, no, no. Oh, okay. But I, I, I'm just saying that, like, what what would threaten Origins? Like, I don't uh, retailers. And publishers backing out of Origins would threaten Origins. I'm um, thinking that that hurt Gen Con a lot more than that hurt Origins this year. Well, Gen Con's an exhibition show. It's not a yeah. it's not a gaming convention. It's a trade no. show for for it's a retail show. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So Ugh. yeah, Ugh, Gen Con. That's why I don't like like who I don't know. Understand why people like to stand in line to pay for well, things that are what's a thousand feet long and filled with gamers. Line at Gen Con. A line at Gen Con. I mean, if you. I mean, it's, it's I fine know. if they if somebody gets in that. I guess I just I have patience, and there's always more games. <laughs> I I yeah. There's I think Gen Con runs a lot on FOMO, fear of missing out. Yep. yep. And and it's definitely you know and and then there's nothing wrong with people who save their money or people who well there's something wrong with people who make too much money. Um, <clears throat> but there's nothing wrong with people who you know are have money and they have a hobby. You know, I don't think, you know, there's nothing wrong like, with having, I don't think like 0.01 percenters are coming into Gen Con and like blowing cash, you know, like Bezos isn't doing it, but, but people, you know, people who have careers, families, and they want to go to Gen Con, they want to get the uh, VIG badge. They want to get in the show hall an hour early and they want to drop fat stacks at the FFG booth, which probably isn't there anymore, but you know, whatever booth is still there. Yeah. Uh, like more power to you. Like I'm not, I don't want to yuck people's yum, but Gen Con is not is is it hasn't felt like a gaming convention in a while. Yep, and that's why I, I personally I personally have no interest unless somebody else is going to pay for me to go. <laughs> and, yeah. and like I, I think that's the thing with Gen Con for me is that uh, I want I, I my thing I enjoy being with people and talking with people. And Gen Con isn't that. It's it's the same reason I would rather go to Universal than go to Disney. Like at Universal, you're going to get to ride a bunch more and have more fun with the people that you're with. In my opinion, like then then in Disney, you're going to stand stand in a bunch of lines and get your feet run over by strollers. Well, here goes. <laughs> right. I read an article recently. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, so Disney in the in the early aughts, I guess they yep. tried to they were having um, an issue with uh, attendance, too many attendees. So they mm-hmm. started limiting it, mm-hmm. you know, and so you could, they wouldn't give reservations. So what people would do is is they would drive up there mm-hmm. and go in. Like a, some of the comments that I was reading said it was uh, like uh, the Chevy Chase movie, Family Vacation. Mm-hmm. They go mm-hmm. in and they're like, "Hey, we reached maximum," and they're like, "Oh, you know, my kids, they want," and yep. so they have to let people in. So Disney just raised their price to try to discourage people to go, mm-hmm. and it really, I guess, hasn't worked. But nope. it also yep. has worked because I'm not taking my family to Disney. No, yeah, because I am. I, I, I am discouraged by that price. That is, oh, especially considering that that price comes with just lines, right? Right, like I would going to pay a bunch of money to yeah. stand around four hundred anyway, dollars yeah. a person a day. Uh, anyway, Disney, let's, let's if you want to sponsor of... our podcast, <laughs> the um, is fun. Um, <laughs> from Robinsburg, uh, I, I want to talk a couple, about a couple of 
Dr. Fring games and then we can Dude, go just make sure you leave enough time for me to talk about Blood Bowl because I'm, I'm going to jump in real quick. So right. I was really excited about this one. This is, do you remember the original Biblios that came in like the VH Best Buy box? Uh, not Best Buy, uh, Blockbuster. Blockbuster box, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that they had repurposed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's kind of what made Dr. Finn famous. This is the, this is Cool and Parchment, which is the dice game. Um, it's not very good. I like I like I like rolling rights. <laughs> I like rolling rights a whole lot, and yeah. um, uh, it's okay as it's a multiplayer. It's good as a but but when I go for a uh, rolling right, I want something that I can really enjoy single player. And I, based on like how it looks, I was like, oh, this looks fun. Yeah. It, it it it's it's <laughs> it, it's not very fun as a solo game. Uh, any listeners, Christopher just held up two pieces of paper that have a lot of squares and stuff that look like they're dry erased, like you could erase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're dry erased, and I do um, like that. That I don't have to. And keep they, wasting paper. they to somebody who doesn't play board games and somebody who doesn't play rolling <laughs> rights would look at those pieces of paper, and they would be like. How is that fun? fun? <laughs> <laughs> it's not accounting. It's dice, and the dice are pretty in this. Uh, it's yeah. dice that then get you make choices with, and the whole thing is like centered around the idea of like uh, medieval abbey or something like that, right? Like the original biblios. Okay, fine. Whatever. Okay, it, it, it's okay as multiplayer, but again, I don't want my rolling rights to be. But this is also a Doctor Finn game. That was published both by Floriferous. Floriferous. Um, finally got my copy in the mail this week. And uh, Dr. Finn did it with Eduardo Baroff, who's worked um, doing development on some of his games before. And uh, is there like first. plastic in there or something? Why has it got that crazy noise? Oh, the noise? The no- uh, is it just I'm- all the pencils? No, no, no. This one is not a rolling right. This one, I for some reason, I thought it was, but it's not. It's a. Uh, and wherever they got their components made, it was the same factory as they did Whatnot Cabinet, which I also enjoyed from uh, Pencil. I think that was Pencil first. I don't know. I have it over there somewhere. Um, this is a collection game. I played it on stream today. It's really fun. Uh, and the artwork is beautiful. This is not an advertisement, not a sponsor. Hey, Pencil first, though. If you want to send me free stuff, I'll play it on stream. <laughs> and if you want to send me free stuff, I'll put it on my shelf <laughs> and never play it. And never play it. <laughs> I, I will definitely play. I mean, it I would love, game. I would love to play your games. Whoever's games, I'd love to play them. Just uh, the likelihood. <laughs> I, oh, oh yeah, that's right. All the cards. Let me. I'm, I'm trying to find some. Art. I'm not going to be able to see them anyway. Every your camera keeps refocusing. Oh, here, I'll hold them still. I'll hold them still. Okay. So, oh, is that a that's a lily? Oh, that's a pretty, yeah. So, originally, pretty. uh, Clementine, Clementine, I, I forget her last name. She's, I believe, she's from France. Um, she did these as watercolors. Oh man, and just, then the only thing I'm confused by is there are moths in this game, right? And, but see that moth there, yeah, it's like a it's like a little tiger moth or something, right? What's it wrong with it? It looks like a lanternfly to me. So this is not. Yeah, nobody knows what a lanternfly is. If you've been to Pennsylvania, you do. Then you know that they're wrecking I've been to, I've been crops. To, been, I've been to Pennsylvania. I don't. I don't know what a lanternfly is. Well, in the last couple of years, 
uh, they're wrecking crops and stuff over there. They're like an invasive species that they they pee on everybody when you're sitting there. Um, oh man, those. That's- <laughs> well, they're, they're taking over the natural vegetation so much that they're like killing crops, and yeah. then they're they're just sitting everywhere, and it's nasty. They're, um, they're like uh, they're like stink bugs here. They're much worse. Well, I mean, I don't know. You know where stink bugs live? A lot of times in people's houses. No, or soffit vents. In where? The soffit, uh, the soffit of the, oh, the house oh, yeah, and, yeah. and the vents there. Yeah. So when you're when you're like swinging a paintbrush over that, they just start pouring out. Ah. Dude, I had a stink bug fly on my eye while I was standing on a roof precariously. So, so you have a personal hate, and, it, and I got a chemical burn. There was a burn on my eyelid for two days wow. from its like little powder and the sweat on my face. It sucked. That's crazy. Um, anyway. So back to, I just don't know why there's lantern flies in an otherwise beautiful game. And maybe they're not, maybe there's some other, maybe they wanted to eat that daisies. Maybe there's some other moth that looks a lot similar, but that's what it looks like to me. Anyways, but that game is really good. That game is quite good, quite relaxing. Um, I've played it several times. So I've been, I've been enjoying my role in life. This one, this one is also really good. We have to play that one soon. Uh, The dinosaur. The dinosaur island. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the roll and write version? This or is, is the, the yeah. This is the roar and the right. roar and write. Yeah, yeah. I I have I, I saw this when this was a prototype. Brian brought it out of a bag and he was like, you, "You can't talk about this on video." Back when I was still working on this, you can't talk about this on video. But do you want to see something cool? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, Brian, um, Brian Lewis, the designer." And and um, I was like, "Yeah." And he showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh," and it came out later because they ended up releasing it with the uh, uh, dinosaur world game um, that we saw at origin. We did see it at origins and they, mm-hmm. they were, they were selling well, but um, I actually really do enjoy the. We're just going to have to play both. We're, you and I are going to have it after our, our, our own mini con, oh. but what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Let's talk about that afterwards. <laughs> uh, Friendsgiving. Okay. I'm, um, we that it, it is it trying is, to, because all of you guys are going to end up at either your house or your brother-in-law's house. I think they're going to cook some things over there and then bring it over here. So see, and we're doing ours on Thanksgiving day, but the problem is, is if we uh, do it on Thanksgiving day, then I can't get your brother-in-law to come over. So, and I also can't convince the Friendsgivings to crash at your house. It's only 18 people, including Ickman. And all the kids. Do you have room? I mean, we have AJ's going to cook some good food, apparently. That I probably won't eat. He likes cooking all the meaty things. Uh, he said he's going to make some kind of potatoes that are to die for. They're, he also said that they're three-fourths butter. I mean, I uh, eat three-fourths butter stuff. Yeah. And on anyway. that note, to die for. <laughs> yeah. Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. Man, are you talking about... <laughs> so, uh, I got... I impost bought a uh, halflings um, team over here. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Let me see it pulled over. Yeah, uh, I haven't assembled it yet. I already own oh, okay. some halflings. Uh, they're they're very characterful. Um, it's never going to show up very clearly, so yeah, don't no, worry about yeah. it. But they're okay. they're cute. Um, so I am playing humans in a blood bowl league. We have just gone to the playoffs. Nice. Um, we are just entering the playoffs. I am in the second place. 
with a 5-2-0 record. Uh, I really like Blood Bowl, though. I think it's a, um, a fantastic game. For anybody unfamiliar, Blood Bowl is fantasy football played with uh, 11 players on a field called a pitch, and you have to score uh, touchdowns and um, commit acts of violence. Um, and when I say fantasy football, I mean it has halflings, humans, orcs, dwarves, uh, tree men, ogres, all that kind of stuff. But uh, it also has a lot of fun, um, if you choose to have it that, uh, fun narrative and um, fluff because we're playing in a league. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would talk more about my team, um, but I do a pretty deep dive into um, um, theming and my theme is uh, hilarious. Um <laughs> So it was developed in the eighties by Jarvis uh, Johnson. Yeah. Part of the, the Warhammer crew, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was made yeah. in like 82 or 83. It had multiple editions up until um, third edition was one of the big pushes in the nineties, uh, which came with that was a uh, dungeon bowl, which games workshop has recently announced that they're remaking, which mm-hmm. oh, I want to buy it, but it's like $160. And I'm like, oh, I can play with the kids, but also <laughs> it's $160. Um, and I own like seven blood bowl teams. Um, oh, wow. So, so then after a certain point, probably in the early aughts, blood bowl wasn't touched by games workshop as a license for like a solid decade mm-hmm. and it was picked up by fans um, and they created what's called the living rule book, which had six different iterations mm-hmm. um, over like 15 years. And then games workshop decided to pick the license up again. And when they picked the license up again, they pretty much ran with the fan made rules. And that was in 2016 and now we are in 2020, and I think that this is the only Games Workshop game with um, good rules. And by that, <laughs> I mean rules that are somewhat balanced. But yeah, it's man, it's, it, it's a league. We've been having a lot of fun. I've made a lot of extracurricular fluffy things. I make stupid jokes the whole time. Um, like my quarterback's name's Tom Brady. I'm very excited about it. He... Um, he uh i feel like that should be spelled b-r-a-i-d-e-e it's actually b-r-a-i-d-y um because he has braids right um and i took and i've actually sculpted that onto the model um so that's uh so he he's actually has braids um but there's just a lot of pun jokes about uh, people, I think that's the most clever one, though. That's why I said it. Uh, and then my big guy is named uh, Richard Gronkowski, based off of Rob Gronkowski. Yep. Um, and then you can kind of see where my naming conventions is a little degenerate. Um, so we <laughs> we have a lot of fun. But yeah, I've been um, I've been I've been winning. I've been doing well. Um, it's a lot of fun. The league that I'm playing with these guys, and uh, I highly recommend. We started playing Blood Bowl Sevens. I could, I wanted to get into the nitty gritty of the game, um, but um, sevens is a smaller, faster variant. I don't know. Now I feel yeah, scatterbrained. Yeah. Um, what's the What's the difference between sevens and a regular game? About an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, <laughs> well, how, okay. how many do you feel right. if, if yeah, you play no, a regular game? Uh, you play sixteen turns. Okay, so so this with, is with how many characters? 
11 a piece and everybody gets so, so some nitty gritty blood bowl facts. Okay. So there's eight turns per half. Each player gets eight turns. So you're playing 16 turns total. Um, your turn ends when you end it, when you activate all of your characters or when you fail an action. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. blood bowl at its heart is a dice rolling game. You roll D sixes. If I want to throw the ball to another player, I roll a D six to throw the ball. Then mm-hmm. I roll a D six to catch the ball mm-hmm. on that th- roll. I might need to roll a two. Or I might need to roll a six. Um, pretty much ones always fail. As soon as I fail an action, I can um, use a team reroll if I have them available, um, which are, they're expensive. You, you know, my team only has three okay. um, to reroll it. And then if you fail an action, uh, your turn ends and then it's the opponent's turn and the ball's kind of in play. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that happens, you know, so if I threw the ball, the ball would bounce land somewhere and then you would get to activate your 11 players. How do you decide finish. where it lands? Um, deviation, just a simple D eight. So you have a target square that you're throwing to. Mm-hmm. So I'm throwing it from Tom Brady to Eli stank and, um, and Eli drops it, which he hasn't. And, um, and so it would, um, if he failed the catch, but the throw was com- was a good throw, mm-hmm. it would deviate. Um, a, it's a it's a grid based game, so it would deviate a d eight, and then there's a there's a um, a thing a that has a, a template. template a template. Yep. Yeah, that's the word. So, so that's what's cool about the game, and and so it's really a um, it's a dice it's a dice mitigation game. It's a risk mitigation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to play Blood Bowl well you need to um, roll hot dice because a, you can't stop hot dice, but also um, you don't want to <laughs> roll dice ever in blood bowl. Right. That's how you, you know, like the less, if, if you roll dice, you, if, if you have a risky action to take, you want to take it later in your turn and yeah. you want to play the game where you're not forced to take risky actions when you don't want to. And that's, and that's why I really like the game. Now um, I've made a dice cup for the game. No one in the league has sold it. I'm still painting it. Uh Um, I like to make up stupid phrases. So this is a giant foot that's cartoonishly made. And then it says, I'm in the process of painting it. And it says ABF, which is always be fouling. Um, (laughs) So I have some core rules, you know, like always be fouling. And, yep. and fouling is literally when you attack a player that's on the ground um, and then like always blitz with the ball carrier. Um, and then on the other side is going to be this little thought bubble with a positive okay. symbol. And that's, yep. um, that's PPT. Okay. Um, that's the power of positive thinking. Okay. And then on the bottom of the dice cup is a flaming D six uh, because you can't stop hot dice. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's just a, it's a fun game, and I like tilting people by telling them about my hot dice rolls. Um, but really, I just kind of play well sometimes. Except for last week, I got stomped. So but what yeah. happened? What, what like, did you not mitigate the dice, or were they just that bad? Um, I made a, so I've lost two games uh, this uh-huh. season. Uh, the first game was to humans. Uh-huh. Um, I had previously lost to that guy when we were playing online and during COVID. And I kind uh-huh. of, I, I got in my head a little bit, Andrew, if you're listening, you got in my head. I would never <laughs> admit that, but I don't think anybody listens to this that I know. Um, and I made, I made like, I made a one significant play mistake that was like a oversight accident on my part. 
and then like another like smaller play mistake that kind of put pushed me back um and then there was some dicing like the dice weren't, weren't but i don't i don't really care about dice you know yeah. um the, i can't you know it's a bell curve um yeah yeah uh, and then the game last week, um, my opponent endorsed the uh, induced brought on. So if there's a, a variation in team value mm-hmm. and my team, since I have won a lot of games and I, my players are very skillful. So the more skills that they have, the more <laughs> that they cost um, there's, you know, a 200,000 difference in, in our team value. My team value is 1300. Okay. And, and so, well, one point, one million three hundred thousand and his team value is like 1.1 million Ah. so he spent some extra money and he brought on the best player in the game and i just over committed because this guy is a huge threat and he will kill my players and uh, Mm because i I have had a couple players die and uh, i over committed and lost oh three which was um which was painful but I was like, I had like seven guys fouling to, to put that in a perspective. Like so I knocked the guy over and then uh, seven people stood around and kicked him to try to remove him from the game. Cause that's the kind of man that I am. So, so if a uh, player dies in a game, they're out for the rest of the season, right? Oh no. They're, if they die in the game, they're gone forever and ever. Yeah. I mean, like, so I had, um, I had Echo Papa die and I just replaced him. And then I also had Elm Fender die. Um, and if anybody can figure out what these names are based off of, it will crack me up. I can give you my whole team name list and no one will know. Um, Cause it's so okay. dumb and it's so, I, I really bury it. Um, but yeah, I just replaced them and then just gave them the same name. Cause they weren't really, uh, they weren't really advanced. I have one player with five advancements, which is um, after he gets the next one, he can't get any more. Okay. That's Eric 2K applause. <laughs> uh, 2K is his nickname. Okay. Um, yeah. These are all just giant inside jokes for me and me alone. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Eric 2K is the weight. What is, what do you call 2000 pounds? A ton. Yeah. And what do you call an applause? An applause? An applause. What's another word for applause? Clapping. Okay. So Eric Clap and his nickname's 2K. It's Eric Clapton. Oh. <laughs> so but you, you flipped. It's so dumb. But the flip. but it's his nickname. It's his thing. I, I can't like. Tongue you clap. Know, yeah. <laughs> I got a guy named JB's. JB's. Oh, uh, Louis CK, S E A K A Y, Little Stone. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh my. It's Kid Rock. It's Kid Rock. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm just going to say Cleveland Crackers represent. That's my team name. That's great. I love it. It's so dumb. Wow. It's, uh, that's, it's so great. It's just, you know, just shouting. Um, I don't know. Like I, I've really enjoyed it. I, uh, it's a, it's a yeah, really is, good way for me to unblind, unwind and play. What is a Brown anyways? A what? You just made me think of this. Like the Cleveland oh, like Browns. Browns. I don't yeah. know. I don't know either. 
<laughs> I um I was I was uh, painting a guy's house this summer, and he bought me the uh, Cleveland Crackers T-shirt. One of my customers, Jack, if you're listening, you're my what, number one what? fan. I'm your number one fan. Do I need to know what that is? Is this all right? So my team name is spelled C L E A V E, as in to cleave. Oh, okay, Cleveland. I got that part, but and then crackers, as in to crack. Uh, but also, also a pejorative for, for white, white boys dude. like us. Yes. So okay. that is that is my team name, and then all of the people on my team are, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, out of touch white dudes. Okay. So that's that's the whole theme, except for my Rob Gronkowski character. Rob Gronkowski is not out of touch. He is a <laughs> I don't follow football, but I follow Rob Gunkrowski. I have no idea what Eric Clapton is up to these days. Uh, Eric Clapton in like 1979 had a very public um, row against people of uh, uh, diatribe oh. monologue. Okay. <laughs> about people of color. And he's uh, oh, like, he? not, not like I, he's I not really like, ever paid attention I guess he's not like quietly racist, but he's also not like loudly racist, but he's just kind of, you know, a, a privileged white guy playing. Uh, oh, I think he made remarks like uh, a, a poor you know, version of, of the blues, a, a worse uh, version of the blues. But he would, he would <laughs> say that, you know, the blues and stuff like rock is, is better and, and wasn't inspired by it or something. I don't know. He was a, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's just out, out out of touch. Out of touch, privileged white guy. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. uh, that's that's the I, Cleveland I had no Crackers. Idea he there. was so dumb about that. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> next season, um, I might not play them again. You can carry mm-hmm. them on um, forever and ever. Yeah. The, the teams indefinitely in league play, and I, I would recommend playing Blood Bowl to anyone. It's a great game. Um, it's not. It's fun, but I don't, I don't know I, if you sold me on the game at all. <laughs> I mean, really, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend the game to a lot of people who, like, it's a fun game, um, but it's fun as in the same way that, um, what's it called, um, Twilight Struggle is fun. It's it's a it's it's a risk management game. Okay, the the thing is, is you get to make stupid jokes all the time, like power okay. of positive thinking or yeah. ABF or always be yeah. blitzing with the ball carrier, like. And you get yeah. to give your people na- people silly names. So you'll just be like, JB's about to blitz. Get him, JB's, <laughs> you know, two yeah. dice up. And, and, and there's this whole like community and lingo around it. But at the end of the day, like it's a risk management game. And sure. I don't think people enjoy risk management games a lot of the times because um, <sighs> hot take. If they don't manage their risk well, they're gonna blame the dice. Like I lost it. I've you know I've I've been diced. People get diced. That's that's part of and and yeah. you can't you know if you roll two ones and then you re-roll it into two ones, your turn's over and and you're done. And it could be your first action. It's yeah. happened to me. It's yeah. happened. I've rolled. Um, that that the, is the dice. They're, they're, yeah. How, how do you manage that? <laughs> you don't, you, you just, uh, you, I mean, if it's the beginning of the game, like, and I think that's why I'm, I'm 
a lot better, at least in tabletop, because it's a board game. It's it's a miniature. It's a board game that uses miniatures, but at its yeah. heart, it's a board game. Um, I think that's why I, I enjoy it so much, and I'm better at it is because because uh, man, I'm really good at capitalizing on uh, other people's like mistakes. Oh, sure, sure. You know, like sure. that's that's something that I'm good at in games. I'm not good at not making mistakes. I'm not good at making the best play, but I am good at like <laughs> finding finding the weakness and showing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and so and but I don't I don't like try to brutalize my opponents. You know, and I, I let people take see back sees and you know like I'm not I'm I'm here for a good time at the end of the day. But but yeah. Blood Bowl at its heart is it looks like a big silly dumpy game where you've got halflings that tree men pick up and throw across the field to hit people, which is amazing fun. And um and then they die and then and but it but half it's it's a risk management game yeah yeah anyway everybody should play blood bowl even if so you can get good so you can get good squash those dice can't stop hot dice can't stop hot (laughs) dice won't stop hot (laughs) dice ppt remember if you need to roll a six just power positive thinking roll a six i think we'll end on that See you, Ryan. Hey, Christopher. You've just listened to Board Again Games Season 3, Episode 9, as we talked about why Blood Bowl is Ryan's favorite game, local conventions, Gamma Origins, Steve Finn games, both good and bad, and some of the other games that we are playing currently. Hope you are doing well. Let us know what you think. Send us an email or contact us anywhere on the web you can find us. Thanks for listening. Happy gaming.